Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. We got fresh frozen <laughs> strawberry margaritas, and Terry's bringing us chips and salsa all night long. Nick's hips do not lie. <laughs> yeah, I got a MF wagon. Like, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Half Street High Heat. You can find them wherever your podcasts are downloaded or sold. With me, as always, is Ray Knight. Yeah, Johnny, I think this is going to be a great episode. I do. They're going to talk baseball, Johnny. And the baseball is the reason they talk and what they talk about. I think that's important to talk about baseball. And if you're a baseball podcast, you're going to end up talking lots of baseball. Well, that's awesome. Thank you very much, Johnny and Ray. Bob Carpenter with you here. And now, let's start the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of Half Street High Heat. Thank you, as always, for joining us. This is Amanda. You can follow me on Twitter at awhite7877. I am joined, as always, by my malcontented co-hosts, Nick and Ryan. You can follow them on Twitter at HalfShackCap and at DCNatJack. And you can follow the show at Half Street High Heat. What's up, guys? How's it going? That word doesn't count. I, I knew what that was already. I know. Well, I just couldn't think of one that meant you guys were bitching about everything the Nats were doing this week, and that was the one I came up with. Uh, technically, it can be referred to as someone who is rebellious, which I much would rather prefer when referring okay. to Ryan and myself. Rather than one who incessantly bitches, that would be... Exactly. We're, um, part, of, we're part of the resistance. This is a family podcast, Amanda. I really I appreciate it if you don't use potty mouth. Late night Amy. Hmm. Yeah, you better watch out. It's almost 10 p.m. It's wild up in here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> How was your week? What have you guys been up to? 
Oh, man. I, if I have to spend one more day coaching in, like, 105-degree weather. Oh, my I'm God. Gonna, were you at that today? Uh, yeah, we're supposed to play a doubleheader. Thank God the other coach was, like, you know, a cool guy, and we decided to play one nine-inning game instead of two seven-inning games, so that helped a little bit. Uh-huh. But we played on turf, and the the heat just radiates off the turf, so it just makes it, like, 10 to 20 degrees hotter than it already is. Uh, so it was, it was What brutal. time was it? Oh, it was in middle of the day, game time, one thirty. So you know. Oh that, that God, awesome. that's brutal. Yeah, no cloud cover in sight whatsoever. So that was fun. Yeah. But uh, my team had a better day than uh, Max Scherzer did. That's for sure. <laughs> well, there it is—the malcontentedness. <laughs> yeah, that was not his. That was not his best work. However, I choose to believe. I'm going to go into Homer mode. He's just working on some stuff. He needed to get into some jams so he could practice getting out of it. The end of the of the outing was actually quite good. I think he retired nine out of ten to finish but the outing. So, what gonna... are you really in a jam if it's over before it starts when you give up a home run? <laughs> I mean, sorta. <laughs> speaking of <laughs> like jam, I'm trying to Homer over here. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of, of jam, jam, your jam looked phenomenal. I'm gonna need some of that sent my way. Oh yeah. I'll send you guys some. I'll send you guys some. You it got jams. so good. It's like a tart, <laughs> golden plum vanilla jam. It's so good. You're on this, like, golden vanilla thing recently. First the Oreos, now the jam. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. It's true. I actually have a whole other big batch of those yellow plums, so I'm going to make another batch of jam, but it's going to be different. It's going to have, like, a cardamom and ginger spice thing happening. I'm about it. It sounds great on like my morning toast. Yeah, it's actually really good on buttered bread. It's like put the butter on it first, let it melt into the bread, and then hit it with the jam. I'm watching my calories. I can't do that. Oh well, I'm watching my scale go up because I'm I'm putting <laughs> on this quarantine 15. But I'm doing. Yeah, I don't even actually. My scale and I are not on speaking terms at the moment. <laughs> we broke up. Ryan, how's Finn? Um, if anyone would like a cat, I have a very, very <laughs> hyper kitten who has not let me sleep since I got him since Wednesday. Um, I let him sleep in my room the first night and he slept for about three hours and he didn't want to sleep on the bed I bought him. Instead of 4 a.m., he starts biting on my ear. Um, and wants to come under the covers because, like, he's he was nursing when we got him. And he's correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Thursday. Yeah, they're nocturnal. I don't know if anybody told you. <laughs> uh, no, I've had cats my entire life. Um, <laughs> Thursday, I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to put him in a separate room. He decides to howl on the top of his lungs at 5 a.m. <laughs> um, does the same thing fr- Friday. And he's also correct. This morning... <laughs> I, like, found the perfect plan. We, like, ran around the entire house. We didn't let him sleep too much because, you know, like, during the day, so he'll sleep all throughout the night. Had the perfect plan. My fire, my, like, smoke detector went off at 5.45 in the morning. Of course. Smoke detector? Yeah, it absolutely terrified me. (laughs) Um, I was sound asleep, dreaming about chilies. When all of a sudden you hear this loud, <laughs> terrifying noise, I'm sitting in bed. I was like, is that a dream or is that real? And I'm just sitting there waiting, and it goes off again. 
and I'm very upset because when I had to go downstairs, it woke Finn up and he starts howling. So I bring him into my room. So yeah, moral of the story is I haven't slept more than five hours. Um, I now know it's like to be a parent and it sucks, Amanda. So I am never having yeah, kids. Yeah, those of us with five children are feeling super sorry for you. Let me tell you. <laughs> the other day, I was like, you brought that upon yourself. We know what baby true. from I do know what causes that, actually. Hey, congrats, by the way, Amanda. Um, <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, like, the other day, I was like, do I let him sleep or do I wake him up and play? And I was like, oh, my God, I'm a mom. <laughs> yep, yep. Mommy Ryan. <laughs> Mommy Ryan. Yeah, for those so who don't know. did you name know. him after the main character in Sharknado, or where did you come up with the name Finn? Oh, God. Um, so I was actually playing <laughs> Animal Crossings, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, they have a lot of Islanders. Like, I wonder if any of them were named Finn. I was just going through there, and none of them were named Finn, but I just wanted to bring up Animal Crossing since I love that game. Um, I just saw it on Google, and I thought it was a good name. And he looks like a Finn, so... <laughs> Looks um, like a fin. There you go. I was gonna say, for those who don't know, we like when we, especially when we first had to do the podcast, we would always have to wait for Amanda to put her her kid down uh, before we uh, would record late at night. And now we have to wait for Ryan to put his kid down. <laughs> at, night. at mid midnight, um, when I put him in up. his night. Yeah, I know. I know. Right. <laughs> He'll be up in a couple minutes. I'm sure we'll hear him in the background. I sound asleep right now, and I don't want him to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is when you need him to be awake. You're you're learning what all parents know, which is you can't let them sleep too much during the day when you're awake, or you will not get them to sleep when you need them to sleep. <laughs> I um I complained to my mom about it, and she was like, oh, "I'm sure she was all for hearing that." <laughs> <laughs> my mom who raised two kids. Um, she was like, "You sleep when your kids sleep. Get used to it." <laughs> it is you know when i had my first one it's like you know at least when they sleep you sleep but then you have your second when my second one was born my older one was three and i remember having this terrifying epiphany when i got home from the hospital with the second one where i was like oh dear sweet jesus i can't sleep when this one sleeps like i have a three-year-old running around and now i have to you know i have to deal with him while the other one sleeps. it's it's uh it's really harder with two so don't get another kitten right away is my advice to you Ryan, just start giving it Benadryl so it goes to sleep. Mm -hmm. My mom used to tell us all in the car when we would go on long car trips that we all got car sick, and she would literally just drug us with Dramamine so we would sleep the entire way wherever we were going, which I thought she, was awful correct. until I had kids. And then I was like, oh, I mean, you know, I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying I understand it is all. Yeah. When I adopted my puppies, I got two of them, which not the, the smartest thing to do. Uh, for sure. But it worked out in some regards because they tired themselves out, but the days where, like, they didn't do anything, it was just twice as bad. So, you know, double sword there. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, maybe he just needs a friend. Let me go introduce him to my other older cats. And they saw him, and they're like, They're like, we've raised our kids. One of them's 17, and she's very territorial. No idea how she's still going. And she was just like, what, what is this? Wow. That's, a, that's actually a really amazing age for a cat. Mm -hmm. The vet wanted to put her down three years ago. We were like, eh, and here she is. <laughs> I bet down. she loves having a rampunctious, insane kitten running around, I'm sure. Yeah. She'll be like, you know what, maybe the vet had the right idea. 
<laughs> he was he was like howling in my room behind the gate and she like started walking down the hallway like what is this sound i hear right now <laughs> well it sounds like never a dull moment at your house right now no he's he's very sweet no. <laughs> well that is need, nice you should he just needs to calm I know. down <laughs> can we get a can we get a thin face reveal on twitter maybe you send a picture um i have some pretty cute pictures of him maybe maybe Maybe. If we behave, if we behave. Yeah. <laughs> it depends how your I'm season I'm speaking on behalf going. of all heaters when I'm, I'm asking for a picture of Finn, it, I'm it sure. Depends, it depends how home are you go in your season predictions. If he gives me more than oh. six hours of sleep tonight, I'll do it. <laughs> so it's a no then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not, this ain't happening to you. Yeah, not for a while. My uh, my my poor brother. I talked to him today. The one who just had the baby, and they now have a 21 year old, a 17 year old, a 16 year old, a four year old, a one year old, and a one week old. And the newborn. Oh God. <laughs> the newborn. Yeah. So Ooh. he's just like, it's fine. I'll never sleep again. <laughs> it's okay. Like, and then of course, right between the in... teenagers like sneaking home past curfew and the baby that won't sleep, he's just like, forget it. Right. And before his uh his newborn or like even one-year-old graduates high school and now he's going to get grandchildren and it's never going <laughs> right, to end. Exactly. Never going to end for him. Yep. It's never, ever going to end. No. No. And he's my older brother. He's, what is he, 44 now. So it's, it's kind of old to have a newborn. I'm just saying. I shouldn't talk. I've got a two-year-old. I'm going to say like <laughs> pot, kettle. Congratulations. Yeah. But <laughs> a newborn is a whole different thing. Y'all will know one day when you have kids. A newborn is a whole different thing than a toddler. Like toddlers uh, are not easy. Ryan did a good job raising like, me. Yeah. They did an okay job, I would say. Yeah, well, that just being all right. my dad for no reason. You just give them robotussing <laughs> with Cody whenever they get annoying. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I have like a I said, I'm not no. condoning that sort of behavior, but I am saying I understand that sort of behavior. I was really sick in college, and that is what the school like clinic gave me was Robotussin with codeine. I did not wake up for three days. I know, that, I know there are some people who like take that recreationally, and I'm like, seriously, it would knock me on my ass for like 36 hours. Like, there's no chance I could. Anyway, should we talk about baseball at all, do you think? Yes. Yes, baseball. We can review for us. Woo, back. Baseball comes back this week, and we have a kind of loaded weekend review. Um, we start off with the biggest story to monitor. The Canadian federal government denied access to the Toronto Blue Jays playing their home games in Toronto this season. The federal government stated that the amount of international travel, as well as traveling to numerous hotspot cities, puts an unnecessary risk of having COVID-positive people entering their country. This is a country that actually took COVID very seriously. Um, so now they're trying to figure out where they're going to play. The obvious pick is just across the way in Buffalo. The only problem is they do not have adequate lighting or adequate facilities, and there's not enough time for them to build them either. The other option is going to Florida, but again, the fear is if they play in Florida, they won't be able to they won't be allowed to come back into Canada because Florida will no longer exist in a couple of months. The third option is playing at Globe Life Park, the old one. Um, it will be announced that their minor league baseball cut is part of a larger plan called One Baseball. 
This will give MLB the rights to all minor league baseball teams. And Major League Baseball believes that they can run it less expensively while providing, pro producing more revenue. This would also allow Major League Baseball to have more control over all aspects of the minor league teams. MLB and the Players Association are discussing ways to add social justice elements to the season. Um, Yasiel Puig's contract with the Braves was avoided as he tested positive for COVID and he urges everyone to wear a mask. Freddie Freeman made his return and talked about his journey with COVID. He said that he had a fever of 104.5 degrees and thought there were some nights that he was going to die. He also urged everyone to wear a mask. There's going to be a theme with all these. Daniel Bard makes his Rockies roster makes the Rockies roster seven years after last playing in MLB. Um, Clint Frazier and Didi Gregorius hit home runs while wearing masks. If they can do that while wearing a mask, you can wear one while going to the grocery store. Um, to the Nats, Victor Robles has finally made his return. So did Howie Kendrick and Juan Soto. Dave Martinez, who originally said that um, Kibun was going to be the starting third baseman, has walked it back. He said him and Cabrera will see playtime at third, and Cabrera will start on opening day as they do not want Kibun making his Major League debut officially against Garakol. The Nationals explored playing their season at alternative sites, but D.C. finally gave them approval to play in the district this season. This has been your Week in Review, brought to you in part by your local neighborhood Chili's. Please, for the love of God, wear a mask. It is not political. It does not give you negative health effects. It does not help, sorry, does not hurt your chances of breathing. If you're dizzy while wearing a mask, you need to brush your teeth better. Um, we are on the verge of losing sports for the rest of the year and basically our entire 2020. Please wear a damn mask and we can get back to normal life. Yes. All right. So I want to touch on that story about the guy who's making the Rockies roster after seven years since his last one. I am such a sucker for stories like that. I love them so much. I am super rooting for him. So I'm going to want to, we should check back on, in on him every week and see how he's doing. See if his return goes as well as Eric Barrett. <laughs> I literally yeah. just going to say that. Like, I, I'm all for it. I, I hope he earns it. It's a nice story. But, I mean, listen, if he sucks, he gets the same treatment as everyone else. Just, just that, I just want to point that out. Like, I mean, it's a nice story, and I don't. I, I wish. I, I wish him the best, and I hope he does well. But I mean, you still got to perform, and it, it's cruel. It's cruel out there, ruthless. So it is a cents. cruel, cruel world. Yeah, absolutely. Question: I, I, Do you I like it better than the Aaron Barrett story, or I know so here, you guys love Aaron Barrett. Here's the thing about Aaron Barrett. I just think the Nats forced the Aaron Barrett that's thing. World, but... That's World Series champion Aaron Barrett to you? Oh, bullshit. So everyone, <laughs> everyone... I'm just being such a troll tonight. It's lost their so minds annoying. about, like, the dude had cancer and came back. Or, like, he's the hockey player who dropped dead on the sideline and came back after, like, some serious brain injury. He had Tommy John, and then he broke his arm. He is not the first player to do that, and I do not care if I take heat for this. The man should never set foot on another baseball field in his life. He got It was great he threw out the first pitch. It was great he came back, had his moment, should have cut him at the season's end. He almost destroyed Juan Soto's knee when Juan Soto just came back. He should, ne he should never step foot on the baseball field again. 
Yeah, I, and yeah, let me, I don't know if I agree with that. Let me just say, like, this isn't anything against Aaron Barrett, the person. Seems like a great guy. This is literally just, you know, X's and O's, stats, talent, whatever you want to put it as. I mean, the, the dude's just not good. And the Nats kind of turned him into this martyr type. Like, oh, he's such a great story. But when he get, when he got back, he still wasn't good. And don't get me wrong, like, the, the video of him getting called back up to the big leagues, like... It was yeah, a great video. Yeah, it was a great video, great oh, moment. Oh, yeah, very feel-good. I loved and, it. And again, I wish him all the best. This isn't, like, me trying to be, like, a nasty individual or whatever, but, I mean, the dude just, he's not a good pitcher anymore, and there's nothing wrong yeah, with that. Yeah, and that's, and that's good to me. Like, he's with, he's he's on a team, so, you know, if he can if he can perform and do it, then good for him. If he can't, then I mean, he shouldn't get any special treatment or anything. I just think well, Yeah, and that, that's my main point, is, like, just don't give him any special treatment. Like, just because you're afraid the story, like, might have a bad ending if you cut him or something, like, you can't think about that. you got to treat him like everyone else. If he if he sucks, you cut him. I'm not like, saying... Right. No, it's going to be like... Another, another, it's going to be like his big moment is getting back on the field. It's, well, it's actually... On right. the field. It's funny. Yeah, he had his arc, his story's done, let it go. His big moment was throwing a wild pitch, trying to intentionally walk someone in the playoff game. Oh, God. I will never forget that. And then, um, where I used to work, a lot of athletes would always come in. Um, and he came in and ordered two bottles of Dom um, and didn't tip. So, like, dude oh, sucks. living large. Yeah, oh, well. A bottle of Dom's oh, two, 250 a pop, and he didn't tip on it. So, I don't oh, like him. All right, yeah. well. We're two of them. Release them. Release them. Um, one thing I yeah. wanted to talk about was the My League thing. Uh, I actually didn't hear about that, so Ryan, I don't know if there's more information on that, but it just seems like a terrible idea. Like MLB wants more control of the minor leaguers that they already don't pay attention to. So I just yeah, don't well, see how I that Yeah, I have the works. exact opposite reaction, though, that if they're actually going to take a greater interest in the minor leagues and, like, take it over and run it like it ought to be run, which is with better facilities and better food and better treatment for – the minor leaguers and more like I don't know I've always I've always thought it's so strange that they neglect the minor leagues the way they do given that that's the talent pool for the guys that are going to be major leaguers one day so mm-hmm. I would love to see them take a, a greater interest and in actually do right well, by the minor leagues that would be awesome if that's what it is and I haven't read anything about it I just heard about it from Ryan right now but right saying if that's what it is it it well, well, here's the thing, good, but it just seems like it's another way for them to pocket more money. But Ryan, they but... they've been trying to eliminate at least forty minor league teams for a while, and now all of a sudden they have this great plan that's going to save minor leagues. No, they're going to cut the forty teams like they want to, and then just do everything they've been doing. It's just an excuse for the owners to get more money in their pockets because they're that's suffering tight thinking. Like titan, like Titanic level losses this year. Even though every single NBA team is losing like 1.5 million a day for the rest of the season, they're not complaining. I don't know. I don't trust the owners. Um, they've been really sketch about minor leagues. And yeah, yeah on paper this sounds great, but they haven't know. they haven't built up any capital to like earn that benefit of the doubt. It's also what Derek Jeter yeah. said, literally to a T. We're gonna cut costs and make more money. Yeah, yep. that's and funny. the Marlins are the only team of baseball that loses money. <laughs> yeah, well, the Marlins are. I feel the Marlins are the Marlins. 
But I think one of the teams that's going to be eliminated in this plan is, if I remember correctly, the Hagerstown Suns, yeah. mm -hmm. which sucks because that's actually the closest minor league team to me. It's like 50, 45, 50 minutes away. Which is absurd how far away you live. <laughs> yeah, it's far. Nats Park yeah. is far away from Winchester, in case anybody was wondering. Yeah. Very, very far. Whenever I tell people I, I have season tickets and I go down, they're like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how you do that for it's Caps and Nats games, especially on weeknights. Yeah. Well, we, my husband and I kind of trade off where usually one of us stays home and one of us goes with the older kids or with friends right. or something. But that's what yeah. it is. Uh, got to do final, what you got to do. Yeah. My final thought in the week of review is I, I mean, I literally sat here last week on the show and almost declared Freddie Freeman dead because of how bad yeah. all the stories was. And, and now, he legitimately almost died. <laughs> yeah, he legitimately almost died, and now he's back. And listen, he can do whatever he wants. I'm sure he knows the risk. Obviously, he he dealt with it, and I'm sure is dealing with some lingering stuff. Uh, I personally would not do it. I would say f the MLB and f everything because I almost died, and now you're subjecting yourself to. I forgot who it was. Um. Oh, Nick Markakis. Nick Markakis literally talked to um, Freddie Freeman and was like, yeah, I'm not playing this year. He's like, I'm out. So, like, I'm kind of surprised Freddie Freeman's playing. I, I, I just couldn't yeah, believe Yeah, although it. I guess for him, the risk, like, if he has already had it, then probably so has his wife and family because it's very contagious. So well, yeah, they've all get, already had it. Like, like, you can get it again. <laughs> maybe. They don't really know it's one not, way or the other. But, but it's, it's not like chicken you, but it's, where you get it once and then you're good. It's like well, they, but they don't know that. Exposed. Like some people say, you could get it. Some people say you can't. I mean, I don't think that there's enough data to know whether. Tell me, you you're not ignoring the science like all these other people. <laughs> I am not at all. I'm simple. I read it a ton. I'm just saying there's as a an, lot of conflicting as reports an about whether you can be reinfected. As an epidemiologist, <laughs> Ryan, uh, <laughs> I am. I'm literally an epidemiologist, so you can laugh all you want. Um, if you don't know for sure, you have to assume you can get it twice. Oh, yeah. I'm, just, I, I just think people can act as though they can. I'm just saying there's a lot of conflicting information out there. And I think it's so new. It's, what, six months old now? I mean, there's just not a lot of data that's reliable. I mean, reliable if, if, I say, if I say masks don't work, well, now I'm conflicting information with people <laughs> that say masks work. Like, that's how that works. So, well, no. I mean, masks, I mean, everybody agrees from you know, well, not, 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 no, health, not, not all doctors there's there's a certain everything. cult that says um otherwise even though the entire world has proven it works um, point being, <laughs> well point right being, I'm if, saying, I, if i say something contrarian then it's conflicting information whether it's true right, or not but i'm talking about conflicting information from reliable sources not just somebody well it happens with a novel it happens with a novel difference. virus like, you right, don't exactly. know anything, and the information changes, and there's just small-minded people who can't understand that. There was a material yeah. change. I don't know if you yeah. Well, my, I, am, uh, I, I think it's crazy to think that somebody like Freddie Freeman, who is an athlete, and you know, he's young and in his athletic prime, and he got such a severe case of it. It really makes you think when people are like, oh, well, if athletes get it or if they have college football and they get it, it's no big deal. Like, sometimes it is a big deal. Oh, yeah. Like, Von Miller, um, which, yeah, by the way, yeah. Von Miller is in better shape than every single yeah, person listening to this, and probably danger. most people in the NFL. He said he was on the floor thinking he was going to die. So, like, if Von Miller's struggling, <laughs> yeah. Chances, yeah. chances are. 
Yeah, you don't want this. Is my is the takeaway I'm getting. Anyways, wear a mask. I'm tired. I'm tired of these people. Just wear a mask. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know the whole. We don't have to get into all of that, but the whole. No, don't I want, I want, I want football. People are like, it doesn't stop oh, viruses. God, I'm like, get help. Just because it's not perfect doesn't mean you don't do it. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I won't go on a rant. Yeah, yeah, we can pivot. Pivot. Yeah. I want yeah. football. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Swear. I just, yeah. That's all I well. Want. I know this isn't a football podcast, but there's been some very interesting stuff going on the last couple of days about the oh, we'll players about really that. publicly yeah. calling out the the uh, the league. Like, you guys, we're supposed to start training camp next week, and y'all haven't given us any safety protocols or anything. We're just supposed to show up? I mean, it's insane. I mean, up until, what, yesterday, the day before, the Nats weren't clear to play in D.C. So, <laughs> I mean, and now all the Blue Jays have no the Blue place Jays, to play. Yeah, the Blue right. Jays found out yesterday they can't play. Right. So it's just every sport is just winging this without any second thought, and it's just crazy. But again, we're gonna proceed because about, sports are going on. Yeah, I'm happy about baseball because I love baseball, and I'm so happy we'll get to watch it. But I am speaking of conflicted. I don't think it's a good idea, and I don't think it's safe. And I think in 30 cities, like something bad is bound to happen. I just, I don't know. I like well, you, you said the other day. I think it was on Twitter, Nick, about like just let me watch Scherzer and Cole. Oh, <laughs> that's it. I, I if I can just have that. July 23rd. Make make it till Thursday. I'll be good. Yeah. Just well, in 20 years, when that. they make the movie about this, they're going to play audio from our podcast of Amanda saying it's not going to work, and then, like, this daunting music's going to come over how, like, every single sport just co- collapsed because it went horribly age, wrong. Age 100, Morgan Freeman's going to be like, well, ain't that something. Well, who do you think? Who, who's going who's gonna to play us in the movie, do you think? Um, 20 years down the line, I mean... So, definitely... Definitely Robert Down Jr. for Jr. for Nick, um, <laughs> Brad Pitt or Matt Damon for me. There is no in between. No, it's it's Matt Damon. <laughs> it's Matt Damon. It's Matt yeah, David. For, for me, it's Henry Cavill. Like, let's be real. <laughs> uh, mine's Dad Bod Zach Efron. Oh my God! If that's a Dad Bod, we're getting way off the rails here. But if that's a Dad Bod, I'm, I'm, I'm doomed. I'm just. Uh, it's over for me. It's just over. like four percent body fat. It's over, man. All right, all right, all right. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Oh man, <laughs> Betty White can play Amanda. <laughs> wow, wow, that's really rude. I mean, I, I was going to say Brie Larson. Seven. and also this would be nice. Brie Larson. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. No. Yeah, uh, Betty White was pretty rude. Is there any relation? That was pretty rude. I'm pretty sure she's not going to be around in 20 years. I, whoa. Her, but I don't whoa, think she's going to make it whoa, 20 whoa. more years. Why would you wish that evil upon the world? Whoa. <laughs> you just want 2020 to get... Some people just want to watch the world burn, man. Oh, my God. If if 2020 takes Betty White, I'm just... I'm out of here. I want off the uh, I'm blaming you. I'm blaming you. We're going to have to... 2020's never ending. Yeah. Well, I uh, I don't know that we're going to make it to the end of the season. I actually am more hopeful now than I was before because we actually got to the beginning, and it seems like, you know, they've they had a few people test positive, and they're isolating people. So I don't know. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I really want to be wrong. I'd love to see the whole season progress. I just I feel like something bad is going to happen to somebody or some in some city they're going to have an outbreak and on a team or somebody's one of the staff members who's older is going to get really sick or die, and, and they're going to have to call the whole thing off. I just And I hope I'm wrong. I just, well, I we, 
weeks three and four would be the biggest tell for how the season's going to go. Those are going to be the weeks you have to, you have to pay attention to. Yeah, and there's a lag yeah. with everything, so that's those are going to be the ones to look at. Yeah, you're going to get the people that are asymptomatic and all this stuff, so mm-hmm. that'll be fun But I, I, I lean more towards what Ryan said last week or the week before, that I think the season does get done just because I think the MLB just doesn't care. I, I think they're, the <laughs> well, fact that they've unrolled this the way they have and they forced players to play and, and all the no, – I mean, they did. It sounds worse than it is, but they forced the players to play. They forced the season. Um, they're just going to complete the season and not really think about anything else, try to get what revenue they can. So um, we'll, we'll see. But why don't we move on to our season yeah, predictions? Okay, season predictions. Yay. Okay, let's start with American League Division winners. Nick, you want to start us off? Sure. Um, so I guess it doesn't matter which way to start. I'll go west to east because that's what we did before. AL West. So I did have the A's, but uh, no, I, I just I'm gonna go safe. I'm gonna safe. I'm still taking the Astros. I still think it's their division. So Astros out of the West. Uh, oh, I guess okay. I'll go division by division. Um, Central, it's the Twins all the way. East, I said it last week. I'm sticking to it. I'm I'm taking the Rays. So I have Rays, Twins, and Astros. <coughs> all um, right, Ryan, what do you got? So I'm just going to do my division winners that I was going to do for the 162 games um, season just because there's so much that can happen in 60 games. So I'm just going to stick to what I had. Um, In the AL West, Astros, they are the best team in the division. The Angels don't have the pitching, and the A's are the A's. They'll win 90 games, I don't know, 30 games, 32, 34. Um but they won't be able to win the division in the central. Again, the twins, I think they blow out this division. Um, the Indians are solid, but they're not what they used to be. White Sox are not ready yet. And then the Royals and Tigers are the worst two teams in baseball. Sorry, Monty. And then the AL East, um, I have them winning the 162 games. So I'm just going with them here. I'm going the Yankees with the Rays close behind. 162 games in a 60 game season would be impressive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, West. Uh, I I feel like I should pick the Astros, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Angels. I think uh, Rendon's a huge addition. I don't know. I just I have a feeling like they could really they could really pull it out, and I want the Astros to lose. So I'm gonna go ahead and and go with the A's. Okay, Central. I'm gonna. I'm going to go Twins. I'd like to pick the Indians just to be different, but I think the Twins are going to yeah, be better the than anybody else. to predict. Yeah, I think so, too. And then I've got Rays for the East. I like it. Yeah, the Yankees are the easy pick, and they may be exactly what everybody thinks they are, but I don't know. I, I just have this feeling like they've got more problems. They've got more problems below the surface, I think, than, than the sure. I don't know. The Rays yeah, just it feels I'm like sure they're here to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. All right. What do we got next? Um, AL wild, wild card. card. Yep. Wild right, card. Yeah. So this is going to be real easy. I think there's probably about five teams that compete in the American League this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the wild card, I have the Rays going against the A's, the greatest wild card match of all time because it's fun to say. The Red Sox, I think, come in fourth place. I just want to throw that out there. Red Sox suck. Just throwing out there. Yep, but Rays A's. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, I want to, the Yankees to miss the playoffs, but I just don't think any other team steps up and the Yankees kind of limp their way into it. So I have the Yankees in the wild card one. And wild card two, just because I'm a sucker for this team. They're my AL team, and that's the A's. I don't know how they're going to be this year, but I still think they're good enough to compete for a wild card spot. But we'll see how that, that game goes. But Yankees one, A's two for the wild card. Not very interesting, but. Yeah, but sometimes if you're actually making predictions, they're not always Right, exactly. I mean, I have the Rays in and winning the East, so I guess it's a little bit different, but otherwise. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go, yeah, I think since the Rays, I think are going to win the AL East, I I think Yankees in the wild card. I think they'll be the team that comes out of the wild card. Because they're going to be really good. Hmm? What about your second wildcard team? Um, I think White Sox. Mm. I, I think they've got a shot at it. I think they could, you know, in a short <clears throat> season, right. I, I think they could surprise. I, I think over a longer season that, you know, usually, like, the, the better teams just rise to the top in that six-month slog. But I think in a short season, we might see some surprises. So I'm going to go I'm for it. I like it. All right. What's our next thing? We're going to do NL division winners. Yes, sir. Amanda, you want to start us off? All right, I'm I'm going Homer. I already know you guys are picking something pick... wild. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah what, I guess oh you. okay. Well, All right, we'll so save you I for was thinking. Time. I was thinking Braves and then Nats, but I think the Nats can do it. I really, you know, the Braves are going to be really good, but I don't know. I, I think the Nats are. Yeah, we've got they've got the best rotation, and I think pitching wins. Pitching wins a lot of games, and pitching wins in the playoffs. So if they don't win the NL East, I think they'll definitely be a wild card team, but I'm going to go ahead and pick them because I know you guys are going to pick the Braves or the Phillies. But it's fun to be in a division where really, and the Mets are getting picked by a lot of national analysts. I think being in a division where really any of four out of the five teams could win it is pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, aside from the what NL West, you can say the same thing. Uh, well, for the NL Central. Uh, Amanda, what are your Central and West winners? Um, Central and West. I'm going to go I'm going to go Reds, I think, for the Central. And okay. for the West, it's going to be the Dodgers. I hate them, but it's going to be the Dodgers. <laughs> well, that kind of pulls the, the sheet right out from under me. So my big one, I have the Reds winning. I just I have the feeling last week I said they're going to win a wild card this week. I'm just feeling I'm I'm on the the Reds hype train. I, I just I had this feeling. I think the one piece they're missing is Scooter Jeanette, so hopefully <laughs> they they fix that. Um, but I like the Reds out of the Central, young up and coming team. I think they just the hype train it takes them through the shortened season. Um, Dodgers obvious, and I said it last week Mets out of the East. Uh, for no reason other than I just feel like it's one of those random Mets years. It's like once every five years, just, the Mets have a good year. I just don't think it's going to be the Mets. And I couldn't blame you, but I, it just once every five years, <laughs> the Mets have to be good. And I just think uh, 2015 was literally the last time they were good. So I'm just going to say spot them in for 2020. This year couldn't get any worse anyway. So Mets, here you go. There you go. All right, Ryan, All right. give it to us. Yeah, so the West, like, I want to be fun and pick someone else. I want to say the Padres shocked the world, but I can't because the Dodgers are the best team in baseball, and they're going to win this division. I think they also have the best record in baseball. Um, And then we go to the Central. 
I think the Cardinals do it. Um, I also just want to be different than you guys. I think the Cubs are very overrated. The Pirates, I like their jerseys, but their team sucks. <laughs> um, so I got the Cardinals winning the Central and the East. Man, oh man! If every fiber in my body, I want to say it's the Marlins. I want to join this train of why not us? Okay, like yeah. to be bomb thrower. But they have the toughest schedule in MLB history, so I don't think they win twenty games, which sucks because I really want them to surprise some people. Um, if it was a hundred and sixty-two game season, I would go the Mets. Um, I would. I would. Oh, I was gonna say, if it was 162 game season, I would say the Marlins win just above 20 games. <laughs> if it was 162 games, I would say the Mets would win the division. On paper, they have a top five roster in the National League. It's just the fact that they're the Mets and they can never figure it out. Um, I think they come in second, but just because you guys went different winners, there's no repeats. I'm just going Phillies. Um, yeah, man, I'm going to back my pick. They come out hot out of the gate. I think that they also have the best lineup in the National League East. They got Wheeler. They got Nola. No one else matters in the rotation. Arietta's still there. But I think they come out hot, and I think they win the East. I like it. I like it. I mean, I guess we'll go right into our NL wildcard picks. I have the Phillies in the first spot. I just think they come out hot. And that is enough. I mean, I don't think they're like, obviously, I have them in a wild card spot, so they're not winning the division. But I think that hot start gets them uh, enough of a cushion to get comfortably into a playoff spot. And second, um, I obviously struggle with a, a bunch of picks. There's a lot of options out of the East or the Central. I just think that it's not going to be the Nats. I just had it been... 162 games, I'd be more inclined to have them in a playoff spot. You don't even but, have them making the wild card? Nah. Uh, I just don't oh, think man. they get off to a good start, and I just don't think there's enough time for them to to carry over. And I'm just, you know, preparing. Like, you know when in all those scenes where, uh, like, like Game of Thrones, for instance, where they know a war is upon them, so there's, like, the whole montage of them getting ready. You preparing for disappointment? For the, no, 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 no. Not even that. For the mentions on Twitter of all the Braves fans being like, oh, 2019 was a fluke. The Nats suck. Didn't make the playoffs in 2020 type deal. So that's I, I'm mentally preparing my war montage uh, stuff in my head on Twitter to, to reply to all those people. Um, but on the bright side, I don't have the Braves uh, making the playoffs either. I gave it to the Brewers just because the Brewers were – not really that good last year, but because of Christian Yelich and how the team rallied without Christian Yelich, they were just kind of that scrappy team that knows their brand of baseball. So I just think in a shortened season, that's super important. So I gave them the second wild card spot. So I have Phillies and Brewers in mind. Okay. I don't hate it. Ryan, what do you got? Yeah, so <clears throat> the reality of the situation is it's going to be two teams from the National League East. Um, there's going to be three teams in the National League East that make the playoffs, let's be honest. But that's not very fun with my pick. So my wildcard two spot is going to be the San Diego Padres. Um, they are going to make the wildcard with number two. Their fan graphs projected, I think, have them just missing out on the yeah. wildcard. But Maybe Ryan's like projections... 31 or 32 wins, if I'm not yeah. Ryan's projections has them getting it. Um, I think they have a really young, exciting team. 
in a couple years, they're going to be a legit consistent threat. But just a short season, like you said, with the White Sox, it plays in their favor. And I really want them to surprise some people. And that's my surprise team to make the playoffs as this year is the Padres at number two. Wild card of one. I am very torn. But the Braves suck. So I'm going with the Mets and wild card one. Um, their pitching is just so good. Um, their starting rotation is so deep. Even with Syndergaard, they still probably have a top five rotation in baseball. And then also factor in that their lineup is pretty good. With my bold prediction of Pete Alonso hitting 30 dingers, I had the Nats finishing third over 162 games. Um, that was going to be because of a World Series hangover that I think is a very real thing. But for 60 games, I don't know. I just The loss from Rendon hurts. Um, it hurts a lot. And there's just some question marks I still have. The break did help their pitchers, but I wouldn't be surprised they made the playoffs. Wouldn't be surprised they won the division. Wouldn't be surprised they came in fourth. That's just kind of how this division is. But I have them coming in third. And Mets, Padres, wild card. I have, for the record, Mets, I, have, I have the Nets coming in third as well. So the Braves in fourth. Um, and I agree with Ryan. It wouldn't shock me if they were the best team in the NL. It wouldn't shock me if they were fourth in the division. That's uh, kind of the way it goes. But I'm going off of, I mean, yes, everyone's putting a lot of stock in, oh, well, if the Nats did what they did last year to this season, they would make the playoffs. I put some stock into that, certainly. Um, but I just I don't think there's enough time for them to really get going. And I think that a team like the Nats, an older team, they they desperately need that to get going. And plus, people like Juan Soto and Victor Robles, they just got back, and they play Thursday. So I just don't yeah, know if there's enough time for them point. to get going. Well, there is that. All right, I'm going with, since I picked the Nats to win the NLE, so I'm going to pick the Braves to get a wild card spot. And I'm going to do, I think, Brewers over the Braves. I like it. In the, in the wild card. Ryan, did you have I think the Cardinals? Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I, was I had the Cardinals winning division. So you had the Reds missing? Yes. Okay, interesting, interesting. I'm not, I, I just, I'm, I'm, I have this feeling about the Reds, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> you not got a feeling, yeah. I'm... It's not too late to join. <laughs> Get on the bandwagon. I mean, I picked them in my, like, team pick thing, but... That's true. It's just more fun having uh, different picks. Yeah, absolutely. All right, you want to move on to the champion or what DS rounds? Yes. Yeah, so AL, these AL. are going to be fun. Um, are we just doing AL or are we doing both? Uh, let's start with AL. I don't know if you said you're a wild card winner yet, but start with that and then. I did not. ALDS. Um, the A streak of losing in the wild card game continues for about the thirtieth straight year. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> the the uh, the Rays are going to win. Blake Snell's going to go out there, pitch a gem, and then their shutdown bullpen's going to come out. Um, and they will be taking on the Yankees, and I think the Yankees win that series um, and move on to the ALCS because they don't have to face the Astros. And then in the other series, I have Twins-Astros, which honestly would be a really, really fun high-scoring series. I kind of hope it happens. Don't think it does, but I hope it does. Um, and I would have the Twins shocking the world. and up. Well, it's not really shocking the world. They won 100 games last year. but. Mm -hmm upsetting the Astros. So Twins, Yankees, ALCS. I like it. I like it. Amanda, Twins, Yankees. That would be a fun one. 
Okay, ALCS. So I'm going to well, have DS. Go through wildcards and then go from there. Yeah, I should have written this down. I'm trying to remember everybody I picked out. So I picked race, twins, athletics, right? And then AL, wildcard. Didn't you pick? Oh, no. Yankees. You, oh, yeah, that's correct. So you, Yankees, you had okay. A's, A's, Yankees, or yeah, you had A's, Yankees in your wildcard. And you had the Angels winning the division. No, I had A's winning the division. No, you, oh, you said Angels because you said, you said you, Angels, but then you changed your mind. Oh, I didn't hear the change of mind part. Uh, she said a lot yeah. of teams. I got very confused. Yeah, she, I'm she confusing. I'm, I'm a mystery wrecked in an enigma, as it is. Okay, so A, so Yankees. Okay, so I've got Yankees, Rays, Twins, A's are my four AL teams. So I'm going to say. ALD. Um, just pick two. Man, this is. I just pick two. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> go. I'm gonna go Rays over Yankees because I think that would be. I think that would be. It would be really fun to watch those teams battle in an ALDS, and I would love to see the Yankees get taken down in a year when everybody thinks they're gonna go to the World Series and play, play the Dodgers again. Yeah. I can see it. Um, That'd be an epic, epic series. I would be really fun to watch. So, who do you have winning the other ALDS matchup? Uh, twins. Okay, so Twins, Rays. Twins and Rays have? coming out okay. of the. Yep. Gotcha. All right, so I have uh, my five teams. Just to recap, well, I guess I'll start with my wild card. I have A's traveling to New York. Um, talk about redemption. I have the A's winning this one. I think. I'm, a, I'm just on the this. I had this gut feeling, and I could be completely wrong. Uh, could be, you know, cold takes exposed or whatever. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think Garrett Cole blows up in the wild card game and just gives up a ton of runs and too much for the Yankees to overcome. And the A's can have a bullpen game, and you know, they're good at that, so it gets them through one game. So I have them taking over or. Uh, beating the Yankees, and then going to the best team in the AL, the Twins. I think the Twins just beat up on their division, and that's enough to get them that top spot. Um, in which case, I do have the A's prevailing from the Twins. I'm just on this A's train. Wow, I, you I think, think the A's are going to beat I, I think, the Twins? I think anything can happen, man. It's shortened season. It's a it's short series, game. too. Anyone's so. game. And plus, it's not fun. I mean, you guys, I think you both have the Twins. Um, so... Uh, I, I want to go A's, um, and then I have Rays Astros uh, ALDS matchup. And not only am I picking the Rays, I am picking a sweep. I think the Astros just—I mean, they make the playoffs, so that's one thing. But I just think it's a poor performance for them. And the Rays almost had them last year. If the Astros didn't have Garrett Cole, which they don't this year, the Rays would have won. So now that they really don't have Garrett Cole, I think the Rays win easily. So I have Rays and A's in my ALCS. Raise an ace. Okay. All right. I'll just kick off the NLDS one. So I have Brewers traveling to Philly. I think Philly wins. Um, I mean, maybe the Brewers are the next team with a NL wildcard curse or a wildcard curse taking over for the A's. So I have the Phillies winning that one and then traveling to uh, L.A. where the Dodgers are the best team. I mean, Dodgers is too much firepower both offensively – uh, well, <clears throat> pitching and hitting, uh, I guess you could say they're both offense or whatever. Uh, so Dodgers win, puncher ticket to NLCS, unlike last year. Shout out Howie Kendrick. And then I have Reds and Mets. Um, 
Mets fans, I gave you a bone and gave your team a playoff ticket, division win, but it's the Reds years, baby, so I'm going to have Dodgers and Reds. <coughs> Dodgers and Reds. So, with right. my NL picks, um, the poor Padres, they make the playoffs for the first time in a while. They're yeah, feeling they're feeling really good. Um, they run into an absolute tank of Jacob DeGrom, and Jacob DeGrom throws nine shutout innings on them, and they lose 3-0. Um, their storybook season comes to an end. It was a really good season. You know, Tatis Jr. had a great year, but Jacob DeGrom is the GOAT for a reason, and the Mets move on, and they take on the Dodgers, which honestly would be a really fun series just because the Mets rotation going up against the Dodgers. On the other side, I would have the Phillies and the Cardinals, and I would have the Phillies winning, um, making the NLCS and being toxic as hell because predicting them to go there is more fun. Listening to people go, they're not going to go there. What are you thinking when they tweet me? Um, and they would go up against the Dodgers, and the Do Dodgers would win in five games against the Mets. All right. That'd be interesting. All right, I've got, on the NL side, I've got the Nats Dodgers um, and the Dodgers beating the Nats in the, the, in, in the division series and moving on to the championship series against the Reds, who I think well, beat the Brewers I, I would just, in four games. I would just like to point out that if you have Dodgers-Nats, then you're saying the Dodgers are not the best team in the NL, or like they wouldn't have the most wins in that scenario. Unless she's saying okay. that's her um, NLCS. Oh, that's your NLCS is Dodgers Nats. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, didn't I already do the? I already, already did the wild card, right? We? Not for NL, but you know, you can oh, do whatever sorry, you want. I'm losing track. Yeah. <laughs> I can do whatever. Can do whatever All whatever. right. So, so you have Dodgers, I've got Nats. Nats Dodgers in the NLC. I've got Nats Dodgers with the Dodgers winning and Reds Brewers with the Reds winning. So the championship series is Dodgers Reds. So I've got Rays and Twins for the AL and the Dodgers and the Reds for the NL. Well, clearly there's just no rules here, but we'll, we'll, we'll continue on. <laughs> Why don't you just go with there's, stick right there since so you don't forget um, and do your I NLCS. wrote it down. Do your NLCS. <laughs> All right. So what's, is that everybody? Are we? You do your NLCS. God damn. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I'm sitting here. All right, whatever. All right, my NLCS. I just did. Dodgers Red. Who wins? Dodgers. Dodgers. There you, you. go. Whew. Ryan, go ahead. Um, so, yeah, I have Dodgers versus the Phillies in the NLCS. This is a four-game series, and the Dodgers sweep the Phillies. Yeah. Wow. It's it's not interesting. Uh, I have Dodgers Reds as well, um, but I love the Reds. I wish I could pick them. I almost want to pick them just to be different, but I I think the Dodgers are hungry, and I also think they're the team best equipped for a shortened season. I mean, talk about depth, let alone being the best team in the NL. So I think it's the Dodgers. Um, and then I quickly, wanted to pick the Reds too, but yeah. I just couldn't do it. Yeah, you probably forgot you even picked them. Um, quickly going over to the ALCS, I have Rays and A's, two teams I would both love to see in the uh, World Series, but I just think there's something special going down in Tampa, so I'm going to go with Rays, and I have a Rays-Dodgers World Series. Nice. 
right. So in the American League, I have the Yankees facing off against the Twins in the ALCS. And you know, the 2010s, I believe, were the first decade in Yankees history they did not make an appearance in the World Series. That does not change. And the Twins beat the Yankees in the ALCS, and the Yankees, who are supposed to be this tank, don't deserve nice things. They lose in the ALCS to the Twins. Yeah. Have Have you seen that graphic of the Twins' past playoff performances? No, I have not. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know off the top of my head, and Ryan, this isn't to dissuade you in any, any way, but I think in the past, on a, I want to say 10 um, like playoff appearances, seven of those matchups have been against the Yankees, and they haven't <laughs> won more. Oh, than yeah, they lose, they lose all of them. They haven't <laughs> won more than one game in any of those series against the Yankees, and more often than not, they get swept. Well, so, I'm a. I'm going to tell you why that doesn't happen. Please go ahead, sir. And the Nats playoff run in their entire history. They can never win an elimination game. They won five. And the yeah. Caps run. The Caps they too, can never yeah. get past the second round. They got Hard past the second round. Hard to argue with that kind of logic. It's, it's a wild year. Let's get freaking weird. Destiny type thing. I'm like getting it. so weird picking probably the second best team in the American League to make the World <laughs> Series. <laughs> so you have Twins Dodgers? Uh, Twins Dodgers, yes. All right. Amanda, you have. I have Twins Dodgers too. Oh my no, God! Yes. What? I'm just saying. I, I wanted. You. No, I wanted to be different. That was what. Uh, well, that's Dodgers what I've got. <laughs> Dodgers over the Reds. Twins over the Rays. Twins right. Dodgers World. Great. Series. Hey, great minds think alike. <laughs> exactly. All right. Yeah. So. Hate to hate to hate to cop your style there, but yeah, I've got. <laughs> So then Padres Marlins. <laughs> World I would pay exorbitant amounts of money to watch those two teams in the World Series. Right, Amanda, World Series champion and pick an MVP. Twins over the Dodgers in seven. Oh, my God. Josh Donaldson. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go ahead, Ryan. <laughs> pick someone other than Josh Donaldson. Change your mind. Uh, so I have the Dodgers <laughs> over the Twins now. Um, I was going to hype them up saying how it's the Dodgers year. They traded Mookie Betts and then just sweep the the rug out underneath them to the Twins. But Amanda just lost me in her picks. They realized she had the Twins. Um, But no, yeah, I'm going to go Dodgers. It's so boring picking them. It's like the reason why I didn't have the Yankees in the World Series because it's like the obvious pick. Um, I know. It's so boring. I mean, I, I'll go Dodgers because Amanda went Twins, and I'll have Mookie Betts as the World Series MVP. God, I love Marcus Lynn Betts. Future Nat, baby. <laughs> Future Nat. Future Nat. Will it into existence? <laughs> Ship Adam into the moon. Put, putting it out in the universe so the, the universe sun, can not start working on that. Moon's too nice for him. Send him to the sun. Um, so I have Rays, Dodgers, and I want to be different. I'm going to go Rays. I just I have a feeling, man. And plus the Dodgers, you know, they're known for choking and whatnot. I'll, I'll let it go seven just because the MLB will rig it to, you know, increase ratings and whatnot since Tampa's a small market. So I'll have to go seven. So raising seven, and I don't know. I, I want to pick someone random-ish for the Rays, try and go through the lineup. I'm going to say Yandy Diaz. <laughs> deep, deep, dive. deep dive. Why the hell not? You know why, Amanda, specifically? 
No, I do not. DH and the DH matters in the World Series. You think the DH is going to be the MVP of the World Series? Um, people wanted Howie Kendrick really? to be the, the World really? Series. You want to talk about that, Amanda? Really? You're still on Yeah, that? I'm just... I'm, I'm not saying it couldn't happen. I'm just asking if that, that's your pick. Is their DH is going to be their MVP? If, um, <coughs> oh, let me calm down. If so moving on the question. DH this past year and Howie Kendrick did what he did, he would, would have been the, still the MVP of the NLCS. He still would have been the line of WWE. Howie Kendrick didn't win the MVP of the NLCS because of what he did in the field. So your argument is just no. completely invalid. For one thing, I didn't make an argument. I asked a question. <laughs> I said, you want DDH to be. I you never don't said love you DHs. You know I don't love the DH, but I don't love the idea of somebody who doesn't play the field winning MVP. Not to say it couldn't happen, and there aren't circumstances in which it would be warranted, but I'm just saying it's, it's to me, as you know, I like I like for players to play the field and yeah, hit. David so I Probably the worst World Series MVP. Let's be honest. I was going to say, for someone who wasn't prepared for the season predictions episode in the slightest, you ask a lot of questions. Yeah, well, that's a really good point. I <laughs> did not prepare for this whatsoever. I'm totally just doing this on the fly, so it's a good point. <laughs> but I did have a word ready at the beginning of the episode, so yeah, it wasn't, wasn't completely unprepared. Yeah, well, it was accurate. It just wasn't as obscure as some of the words. <laughs> I have a random right. thought of the week if it's time for that. Or we can save it for after Twitter questions. Either no, way. let's do it. Random thought of the week <clears throat> segment. Random thought it. of the week. So I was thinking about just baseball coming back. And I, I found this out before, but it's still awesome to me. The Astros math. Oh, let me back up. What happened this week? Um, I got an aquarium uh, because I've always liked oh. fish. So I haven't got any fish yet because you got to get the water levels all right and all that stuff. But there's a huge segue or like the reason for why I'm saying this. But I got an aquarium and I was decorating all this stuff and I found this like triceratops head. Like obviously it's a, <laughs> an aquarium thing, but it looked cool in there. So I got a triceratops head. And then it got me thinking about triceratops. The Rockies mascot is a triceratops and his name is Dinger. And that's just awesome to me. And it just makes me sad. Similar to my random thought last week of how Camden Yards was too nice to not have a good team. Uh, Dinger's too cool of a mascot to have a, a crap team. So, sorry, Rocky Sands, but at least your mascot's really cool. No, that is an extremely <laughs> random thought of the week. Yeah. It happens a lot. I have ADD. I thought you were going to go with some sort of dinosaur <laughs> Redskins name thing there for a second. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we got a Twitter question about the name thing. Oh, did we? All right, well, let's get into the Twitter question. That's the Ryan, what is going what on is, over there? What are you doing? Is that your cat? Oh, he, was, he woke up, and I was trying to get him to play, and my chair is just really loud. Oh, it sounded like a bomb going off. <laughs> I know. <clears throat> Somebody was beating you up over there. Uh, that's just himself. <laughs> All right, so Twitter questions. Twitter let's question. start with... <laughs> Let's start with our, we always get questions, and we've got multiple questions, it looks like, from at Nationals Post. We've got popular athlete question. If you guys didn't host the best damn Nats podcast in the history of Nats podcast, what would you host? I'll um, take myself off the air and listen to your response. So this is a great question. I would 110% host a food podcast where I go to the finest of finest 
chain restaurants and I ordered chicken tenders and fries. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say just and like margaritas. Order their like most signature dish and just give eloquent, just perfect reviews of it. So I would go to Chili's, get the triple dipper, and I would get a frozen strawberry margarita and just give <laughs> incredible reviews of it. Just comparing them all. Huh. All right. A food podcast. I didn't know that I would have seen that one coming. What about you, Nick? Uh, if I didn't host uh, the best damn Nats podcast in the history of Nats podcasts, I would host garden parties. Garden parties. Wow. Right. I can hear Finn in the background. <laughs> I can hear him. Like, no, he does this thing. Like, he he meows when he's using the bathroom, and I can't figure out if he's dying or if he's, like, wanting to let people know he's using the bathroom. I mean, which one of us here hasn't, you know, excelled, like, <laughs> random when going to the bathroom? Hasn't meowed. Wow. <laughs> he, he, he literally woke up just to defecate. Wow. And he, like, uh, lets yeah. the world know. Like father, like son. Damn right. There you go. All right, so if I didn't host the best damn Nats podcast in the history of Nats podcasts. I would host a podcast where I reviewed really crappy sci-fi and horror movies. Oh, God. Because that's my passion. On brand. Yeah, that's what I would do. I would I would review a different movie for each episode and uh, take Twitter questions scared. from my loyal following. Yep. <laughs> Yep, Sharknado would be on the first one. That would be my first one. And I would interview Finn, Ryan's cat. <laughs> He's very talkative, I hear, when he defecates. So I could probably get to talk then. Freaking stinks. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Um, at, what is this, Kill, Kill Loud? I, I Kit, actually K? don't know how you... I, I don't know how to pronounce it either. Kai, can you please let us know how you pronounce your name? He loud it. I don't know. Oh, Kyle Loud. Oh, Superstar Reporter Kai here. Yeah, I can't keep up. He has so many Twitter accounts. <laughs> um, um, Superstar reporter Kai feet. here. Predictions for Trey Turner's stat line. 295, 320, 390. No, 400. No, 420. <laughs> so okay. OPS of like below 800? Mm, 620. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I mean... Home runs and RBIs is too difficult to predict in the 60-game season. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll say, like, 280, 340, 420, yeah. So about 800 Okay. RBI. Okay, I'm going to go 293, um, 385, and Four fifteen. Yeah, so about eight hundred OPS from from all of us. Yeah, his career OPS is like just over eight hundred, I think, right? Yeah. I have to look it up. I don't think he's a leadoff guy still. This is like his sixth season. I still don't think he's a leadoff guy, but you know. (laughs) Davey Martinez disagrees with you. (laughs) Davey Martinez. All right, at Bring Back Beagle. Nice. I like the handle. Um, says Max Scherzer washed? Yes. Question mark? Ugh. Clearly. 
because of the one exhibition game, which, by the way, I have not bitched about yet. Can you believe they didn't put it on TV? I was yes, so yeah, that, last night. I mean, Major League Baseball just hates the sport and can't get out of its own way. Are you surprised? Oh, um, it's no, I mean, so ridiculous. I love trolling. Um, I feel like Max may have some warning signs, but... Um, early on, he was only throwing his cutter and his slider, and he was only throwing it on the outside part of the plate. The only thing that matters in an exhibition game is, one, velocity, and two, how a pitcher's arm feels afterwards, and his velocity was fine. He was just working on his pitches. It means absolutely nothing. In the yeah, home run agreed. he gave up to Bryce, uh, he missed his spot so badly. <laughs> so yeah. He was missing a lot early. Like, he yeah. could not get that outside part of the plate to save his life. Yeah. So. But no, I'm not remotely worried. I mean, is he washed? Certainly not. Is he approaching the end of his career? Of course he is. And when he gets closer, the closer he gets to the end, the harder it's going to be to watch because we all love Scherzer. But I don't think we're there yet, and I have absolutely zero concerns based on an exhibition game where he was obviously not mixing in his pitches the way he would in a normal outing. So. I have a bold prediction. If you guys oh, yeah. Let's hear it. Max Scherzer re-signs with the Nats after his current contract is over. I don't think that's bold. Oh, gee, thanks, Ryan. <laughs> no, oh, what bold? for you guys. Oh, 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 okay, okay. ERA, up <clears throat> below or above three this year, for sure? Above. Said it first. You think above? I heard above. somebody talking. I was listening to the MLB Network radio the other day, and they were talking about how the last time he had a, an ERA above three was when he, in his last year with Detroit, which was, of course, in, you know, a dh league and now he's in the dh league again so it's an interesting it'll be interesting to me to see yeah. um, in general how the pitching the pitchers eras this year in the national league compare to their their you know career averages when they've pitched in the national league to see if they change significantly with the dh i think yeah. gonna see- era will go up just because al era is always higher yeah, I was going to say that. You're going to see definitely an uptick due to the DH, but I also think you see an uptick due to just, uh, you know, all the, like, um, delays and them not starting on time and not having a real spring training and all this stuff. So I think just because of a shortened season, you're going to see an uptick in the ERAs as well. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure people so you think above three for him? And people like you are going to attribute that to strictly just the DH, not to the fact that it was a shortened season with, uh, you know, lackluster prep preparation all that stuff see I, I i love how you just decide what people like me are going to say but what i was about to say is that i think pitchers tend to be the ones that warm up the, the most slowly both in spring training and at the beginning of the seasons i think some hitters you know start out slow <laughs> ian desmond but um i just feel like Pitchers in general, without much preparation, are going to have are going to get hit around a lot more than they normally would at the beginning of the season. And you know, we're going to be barely into the season. It's going to feel like, and we're going to be like, "Holy crap! It's three weeks till the postseason." It's just gonna it's going to go by so fast that I don't know that pitchers are going to have a chance to get warmed up until we're halfway through. Yep, agreed. So you were wrong. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Well. Anyway, at Natural has the next question. Who says, do you agree with how the lineup was set in the exhibition game against the Phillies? So for those of you who do not know, um, since it was not on TV, the Nats lineup was 
Trey, Eaton, Castro, Soto, Kendrick, Thames, Cabrera, Suzuki, Michael Taylor. I do not like this lineup. I'm just it gonna, was not very pretty. Going to put it out there. Um, Strong Castro should not be batting third. Juan Soto should not be batting fourth. He should be batting second or third. He's your best hitter. you got to get him up as many times as possible. If that is batting second, so be it. I like having my best hitter bat second. Um, that's not Adam Eaton. But, no, I'm not a fan of the lineup. Just, like, mix it up just a little bit. It'll be better. Yeah, I mean, I think if it were me, I, I love what teams are doing. You hit, like, like Ryan just said, um, hitting your best batter second. Uh, with the Nats lineup construction, I don't know that it's an option. So I think you would have to go Eaton, Trey, Soto, and then... I don't know who the best protection is. Maybe Howie. Uh, I don't know if you want Thames behind uh, Soto because it's lefty-lefty if you're into that or if you dive too much into that. Um, but to answer the question, I, I don't agree with um, how the lineup was set. I just I just don't think you're maximizing the, the most out of your guys. And, again, I don't think Trey's an adequate leadoff guy. I, I know there's an argument to be made against Trey as a leadoff guy, although I don't know that you have a better option, really, in this lineup. And any, fine. You think he'd be better than Trey I mean, as a leadoff he's not guy? Your, he's not your prototypical, you know, steal base, you know, guy, but he gets on base enough uh, to where you'd be happy with him in the leadoff spot. And he was leading off when he first got to D.C. So Yeah, I, I remember that. I just, again, Trey does not get on base enough. Uh, to be a prototypical leadoff, it's not to say Trey's not good, but you might as well just put him in this two hole and let Adam Eaton do work uh, from the leadoff yeah, spot. I'd be fine with that. I'd be okay with that. I think any lineup that has Michael A. Taylor in it is is not it, is very displeasing to me. <laughs> well, yeah, that's because Robo's looking back at it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I know, I know. But just when I saw the lineup come out, I, I had oh, this moment great. where I was like, I had this this like. Yeah! moment where I was like, oh my god, the Nats just tweeted out a lineup card. This is the best moment of my life. And then I saw Michael A. Taylor on it, and I was like, oh. <laughs> and there goes that. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, Robles, and, and again, so if you had, Taylor was down at the bottom of the lineup, is that what they're going to do with Robles? I don't know. They should. I don't know what. Yeah. Whether they're going to try the whole, like, hit him ninth and have him be, like, a second leadoff guy thing, like they did for a while last year. I don't yeah, really know. probably what they're thinking, but I don't like Soto hitting fourth. I don't think you put your best hitter in the four hole. It's just, like you said, he needs to get as many at-bats as possible. It's baseball now. It's way different. Like, you did that before because of four holes, like, power RBI guy, but it's just a different brand of baseball now. You want to get your best guys up as much as possible, just like Ryan said. Yeah, like, look around the yeah. league. Mike Trout bats second. Um, Ronald Acuna bats first. Exactly. Bryce hits right. third. Like yellow everyone... judge each hit second. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I um. I you know I think that like you mentioned not you know who do you have protect Soto? I would probably hit Soto third. Um, yeah. I'd probably go Eaton, Trey, and then Soto. But then the, the question for me really starts. Those are easy for me. That then it becomes who protects Soto, and this is where the gaping wound of losing Rendon is going to be so obvious. Like, that 3-4 that sure. setup they had last year was amazing, and we, we don't have that now. And, I, you know, Kendrick is great. Thames can hit. I mean, we've got guys who can hit, but there's nobody in our 
nobody who's going to be hitting behind Soto that's going to replace yeah, Rendon. There's not the obvious choice. I would just say whoever strikes out the least, because obviously if people pitch around Soto, he's going to be on base. So you want someone who right. can put the play, like put the ball in play. Yeah. We don't have him, but Daniel Murphy, when he did hit fourth, it made a lot of sense because he strikes out, struck out so little. Uh, so you want a yeah. guy like that who puts the ball in play and Soto or whoever would be on base uh, in front of them. So I think that would be yeah. how it's just going off the top of my head. I don't think Thames or Castro are like contact guys. Um, so I think it would be how in that, that scenario. Yeah, I think so too. And again, this is one of those where because there's no obvious choice, maybe you're going to have days where you've got, you know, depending on whether you're facing a righty or a lefty that day, like that, that I think that four spot is going to be different a lot of the time. But it's Davey Martinez. The, We're going to get a different lineup every day. We're going to get some ugly yeah. lineups too. Yeah, it'll. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So I guess we'll see what he does tomorrow. There's a game tomorrow, right? That they're actually going to put on the damn television. I think on Masson. I actually I think so. Yeah. Thanks, Orioles. Yeah, you guys are finally going to get yourselves some Bob and FP. I know how much you've been missing them. God, I'll just watch it on mute. I'm just not going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, our pal Finch at Finch960 says, first off, just want to say I'm genuinely happy Freddie Freeman is okay. The story he told was scary AF, family podcast. Second, where do you think the Blue Jays will end up? That's it's a random collection of thoughts. Third, do you think more players drop out as the season progresses? Yeah. Fourth, WTF are the East Coast teams supposed to do in Florida? Um, one, glad Freddie's okay, glad he's back. Two, um, I think the Blue Jays end up at Globe Life Park, the old one, because that's the only empty Major League Baseball stadium. Um, three, yes, more players will continue to drop out as the season progresses. The owners are expecting quite a lot to drop out, actually. And then, um, so when Major League Baseball goes to Florida, it's just going to be the Hunger Games. Um, it's every man for himself down there. And if you get COVID, you're just stuck in Florida forever, and you become a Florida man. That's the only thing they're going to do. I mean, Florida teams have a huge, huge advantage because they're just used to not playing in front of fans. So, I mean, they really have an advantage heading into the season. So that's why I have the Rays winning the World Series. Uh, (laughs) A story came out just as we were recording. Apparently, the schedule lends itself pretty well to have the Blue Jays play at PNC. Like the Pirates on the road, a lot of the times where the Blue Jays have quote-unquote home games. Um, and obviously that'd be shorter distance travel than uh, to Globe Life. Um, so that I don't know how you know how much traction that has, but that's an option uh, to answer that question. Uh, but yes, well, that's a weird players, season, man. Yeah, just weird, weird schedule quirk. Um, but yes, players will drop out. And um, for regarding the East Coast teams, I mean the MLB is literally just leaving them, throwing them to the wolves, and saying, you know, here you go thank us for giving you a season. I'm kind of surprised they didn't move the Florida, Arizona, or Texas teams, or even, like, L.A. Is that like, or not? <laughs> true. Yeah, but move them where? There's not enough stadiums. There's, um, there's, there's enough adequate AAA stadiums they could move them to. Or, like, or even the fact that, like, we knew this was bad in February. They could have been like, hey, just put some uh, facilities but, that they need up in the concourse because there's going to be no fans. But I don't know. 
Yeah, they care. were very busy figuring out how to screw the players out of as much as they could, okay? Well, they're, they're doing better than the NFL. The NFL, respect. like, just like, just go show up training camp. We don't, we don't really know what's going on. I know. <laughs> they're just like, listen, let's just show up and see what happens. It's fine. All right. I have another question from Nationals Post. Actual question. Interesting quote from the manager of the Washington Nationals, Dave Martinez. Quote, Carter T. Boom and Estrubal Cabrera will be playing third. Cabrera will get the nod on opening day, like the matchup better versus Cole, which is an interesting predicament. Do the Washington Nationals send him down for seven games to gain a year of service time, or do they not play games and have him sit <coughs> on the bench? I hope more people continue this thought process. Sincerely, your pal Post, a.k.a. the greatest Nats question asker. Um, no question. You're not going to play him game one. Leave him down for six more games and then get yeah. another year of service time. And I am not a fan of service time games in general, like messing around with these guys that way. But it makes no sense in a season that's only 60 games long. If you don't need him every single game and you're obviously right. don't feel like he's ready, then send him down for a week. Yeah, if you're not going to use bring him, him up. no point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, one great question, as always, from Nat's Post. Incredible, impeccable writing on this question. Um, but, yeah. yeah, I mean. Such good um, grammar and punctuation. I'm uh, very, very team player. Uh, I hate the owners, but like it's a it's a week, and you don't want Soto, Robles, Kibum hitting for agency back to back. You do this; it's seven games. It's a freaking week. Um, you buy yourself a year separation between the three of them hitting yep. free agency. So, yep. So that's an easy one to to me. Okay, next one so is the next at one. the LW two question. Both Brian Dempster and Matt Adams are available. Should the Nats entertain the idea of bringing either of them back? All right, strap in, people. Um, so here's <laughs> here's the thing. I know Nats fans love the sentiment. They love the happy feelings they had with players. Brian Dozier sucked. He provided absolutely nothing. The only thing he did was twerk in the dugout and dance. He did nothing else. Matt so you're Adams, saying that's nothing? That twerking was nothing. very team building activity oh, yeah. Yeah. Mascot. yeah he's, he's he was Geraldo Parra again mascot um Matt Adams had one at bat in the entire playoff yeah he was um, left off the world series roster yeah so like if you want me to give you a serious answer they don't no. have room um yeah. Scooter Jeanette, baby they how, have, about, how about Jordan Zimmerman who's Okay, you know, I'm, I'm getting off the call at this point. No, like, they have, like, 30 infielders who can play a bunch of different positions who are all better than both of these guys. Matt Adams hit a couple home runs. He also struck out, like, 85% of the time. Brian Dozier got benched, like, for a guy they signed off the waiver wire in August. So, don't bring him back. All right, that pretty much covers it. All right, last question. At Really Sure OK says, why is Nick so pretty? Um, first of all, sure, really sure, okay. Um, don't sell Nick short. I think that's pretty <laughs> rude. Um, Nick is drop-dead gorgeous, okay? If there's an actor to play him, it'd be a mix of George Clooney, Henry Cavill, and Leonardo DiCaprio, as well as a little Idris Elba in there. Get the real handsome. Don't sell him short. Wow. Oh, man. Wow. See that kind of love, Nick? Did you see that? I get Betty White, so that's just <laughs> Hey, you get see? what you deserve. That's all I can say. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, we got anything else before we go? Nope, that's it. Nope, that's it. All right. 
Well, great. thank you guys, as always, for listening. You can follow me at awhite7877. You can follow Nick at HalfShackCap. You can follow Ryan at DCNatShack and the show at Half Street High Heat. Make sure you check us out. Leave us reviews. We appreciate it. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Boycott Nats Bingo. Hashtag Boycott Nats Bingo. There's a new breeze blowing off the banks of the Potomac. A new team's mowing down the ranks of their opponents. The Nationals are smashing balls so that the commentator who has the cause has passed the wall to see you later. Let's go, Nats. We've got a game to play. We're gonna win today. Let's go. By the early light of dawn, well you can see they're running scared Cause the kinds of bombs we're launching are and bursting in the air Tell the Library of Congress that they might not want to look Cause we're putting curly W's in every book Let's go Nats We've got a game to play, we're gonna win today Let's go the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies count on real-time product availability and fast delivery call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done